school. We're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM, Kohala.
Hello, Kohala, and uh, once again, it's Thursday evening, September 14th. Hey, it's my son's birthday today. Oh. Yeah, Kaiviola, he's my oldest son. I don't want to tell you what his age is, then you'll know how old I am. Yeah. Ah, so what? I think he's 43. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> September 14th, yeah. Yeah. No, you know my son. Yeah, I thought it would be more like, I thought it would be more like 45. Because he and my son are... Uh, oh, no, your son was older. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he's 43. Anyway, that's what I was told. <laughs> but anyway, it's 704, September 14, 2023, and you're listening to uh, KNKR LP 96.1, uh, Kohala FM. And I want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in this evening. It's always a pleasure uh, uh, for you guys to listen in. And I, when I see you about town, I don't know, same for you, Kavika. Uh, people stop and say, oh, I listened to what you guys were talking about. Yeah. Yeah? Uh-huh. It would help if I turn on your mic. Okay. I haven't been here for a couple of weeks, so, yeah. Just, my my truck broke down. Yeah, you remember that, at, uh, Tony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, had, I was stuck in Hilo. And it costs a lot to repair things today. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining in a sense, about those who do the work. Yeah. You know, because, you know, they're, they, they're paying, you know, whoever they're going to buy things, they, they got to pay high prices too, so. But, yeah, oh, that was a trip. And then going to the car dealership, we just went right down the line, you know. And, um, you know, you try to outsmart the guy, they're trying to maybe outsmart you and trying to get the best deal for themselves and, you know, you're trying to get the best deal for yourselves. Uh-huh. And uh, I always would think to myself that a salesperson would have your best interest in mind, right? Mm-hmm. I no. mean, you got commission in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but let's take a real estate broker because I know that business. You, you, you rep- if you're representing the seller, you want to get that person the best possible price, right, for his uh, property. Right. Or if you're representing the buyer, you want to get the lowest, best possible price that you can for the buyer. So I kind of look at, but the car salesman, who does he represent? Well, he represents... His commission. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it ends up being. Bottom line. It's what's his commission. But he wants to make the sale too. Right. So if you walk out of there... Uh, you know, so he's got to be a negotiator. And anyway, so we went through that whole process in a matter of a couple of days. And I found out that trucks are very expensive because th- that's what I had, you know, I, I really need one. And uh, I found out that Toyotas are very expensive vehicles. No fooling. You know, trucks. And especially Tacomas, uh-huh. I think it's uh, more like a brand name. A popularity. The popularity. Yeah. I mean, we can go to the Walmart parking lot, and I would swear every three cars was a Tacoma. Uh-huh. And so, you know, y- you could buy a 2014 Tacoma f- for the same price as a two- 2020 other vehicle. I mean, those things, yeah. In fact, my son was telling me that his friend, who was a lifeguard, but 
since you know when moved to the mainland, I think, sold his Tacoma for five thousand more than what he bought it for. No. <laughs> After having used it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was a used car. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, wow. I don't know what's so great about them. But anyway, that's my, that's where I was, stuck in Hilo. With supply and demand, you know, if more people want to buy it, they don't care if you do or not. They're going to sell it. Somebody wants it. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're very popular. That's mm-hmm. why they're popular, is because being popular, they know that they can sell it. They can get the price. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and get a good price. Uh, it's kind of like uh, the housing market. You know, there's only so many houses. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, supply and demand. The, demand, the supply is limited. The demand is high. Uh-huh. Well, you're going to pay for it. Right. If the supply is unlimited, and uh, it doesn't matter what the demand is, uh they're competing against themselves. But anyway, uh, so for those of you uh, listening in, I really appreciate it, especially uh, Sarah out in New Lee. She's uh, one of our uh, uh, listeners. She always listens in. I really appreciate that. All from New Lee, she and her husband. And then, uh, of course, on the other side of the call is uh, Rick Kwong. Uh He's an avid listener. He always li- tunes in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he always gives me feedback. Oh, Jeff, good for you. Ah, you know, it was okay, you know. <laughs> but I appreciate that. But anyway, tonight, uh, sitting with me live, uh, is Kavika. Aloha. Aloha. And uh, we have uh, Tony Whittington. Aloha, Tony. Aloha. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, we were talking about a topic where after the, the next, follow- the following day, uh, you know, a couple of people stopped me and said, oh, that was a very interesting topic. We're talking about cesspools and uh, septic tanks. And in fact, they went to the meeting, the Tuesday meeting that you guys had. Mm-hmm. And one of them, uh, he has a backhoe. So he was telling me, yeah, you know, I've dug uh, several septic tank, uh, I don't know, you got to dig them down, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, he's done several of those. Oh. And uh, he said, yeah, he's concerned about, you know, costs. Uh, it costs this much today. What's it's going to cost 23 years, 27 mm-hmm. years from now? And, uh, you know, he was just concerned about that. And here's some other questions that we'll, we'll talk about tonight. But uh, we, we didn't really uh, spend enough time about that topic. And so tonight, uh, now that I got everything straightened out, I want to go back to the topic of cesspools. Uh, versus septic tanks, versus costs, versus the future. Mm. And, um, you know, see where we're at. Uh, he felt, and, you know, this is uh, just a uh, objective uh, observation, but what he told me was he felt that, uh, well, I, I don't know his exact words, it was kind of like he felt pressured that we're gonna buy something. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna buy this, you know, and uh, that was his feeling. But I don't know where that is. I don't know if you understand that. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. But we don't have a for, choice. For the question is, for what purpose are we buying it? Yeah. Okay. The purpose that we're buying it for is to preserve our water that's underneath us, our aquifer, and to preserve the reefs offshore, because those are the things that. Uh, have b- have been and will continue to be um, 
impacted by uh, sewage going dry directly into the ground. Mm. I was, uh, I grew up, uh, we had my parents lucked out and bought, you know, pretty cheap, was 27500 I remember, I was like 12 years old, and they bought a house right on Kanyeway Bay, I mean right on the water, yeah, and these developers had built these uh, stone walls, you know, and then mm. backfilled, and so, and then they built these houses right on top of the backfill, and they, you know, there was all cesspools, so, you know, at high tide, the thing would come up, and low tide, it would go down. Okay. Anyway, uh, they did it, and there was a storm drain, you know, uh, you know, like these storm drains along the road mm -hmm. where the surface water goes down the drain, mm -hmm. doo -doo, and it goes down. And yeah. And as kids, we used to go to the storm drains, and we used to make our own candles out of wax. Real stupid, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> And we, yeah, these these storm drains would go like you know half a mile or so, and would and you could and then it would empty out onto the ocean, you know, out into the bay. Mm. But I remember that over the years there wasn't much concern about water quality or anything like that. But then I remember the uh, the bay itself. We we would fish the bay with you know night fishing. We'd go water ski. We did a lot of ocean things, sailing and whatnot. And I remember one year, all of a sudden, the reefs, there was this uh, limo, Ogo. Yeah. Ogo. All of a sudden, it just took over the reefs. It's oh. so prolific. And um, people were harvesting this stuff by bags uh -huh. and selling it to the uh, fish market. I mean, it was choked with Ogo. Yeah. And then after that, there was this kind of like, Green, uh, some kind of green mass that covered the coral. Yeah. Like algae. Yeah, but it was, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, you know, like that bubble wrap? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that bubble wrap. Mm -hmm. And it was green, and it would just cover the, the uh, coral. Mm. Yeah. And it, and it started to kill the coral. And I don't know, all of a sudden, it appears, you know, and the whole bay is inundated with this stuff. And the University of Hawaii was coming out and trying to, they even had these suction hoses and trying to suck that stuff up. I don't know. I don't know where it's at today. I think somehow. But anyway, it was, uh, there's a lot of phosphate mm -hmm. going into the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Fertilizer. Fertilizer, washing, washing machines, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you know, laundry you detergent, laundry detergent going yeah. into your cesspool and whatnot, and so the bay, the whole bay was like under attack, and and the, the, I left. You know, I went on, and, and so when you talk about water quality, I understand that. I've got a yeah, go ahead. I've got a story for you on Kaneohe Bay because that's what you were mm -hmm. were living on Kaneohe Bay. Well, I grew up on Windward Oahu too, and. I, w I remember as a kid, we used to um, uh, go down to Kaneohe Bay and, and dig for clams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd get buckets right. and we'd take clams home and we'd cook the clams and stuff like this. Well, then it got to be, when I was in like high school. That would be on the 
not the mud flats, but they'd be in the sandbars. Yeah, the sand, no, on the mud flats as well. Oh, well, oh, yeah. They were, I mean, they, they were, were mud, though. They were not big. They were, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, like cherry small. stones. Yeah. They're small, yeah. Small. Really, yeah, we did that, too. Okay. But, okay. They w- but they didn't really have those until later. Okay, no. What happened was all those cesspools, all the, yeah. the industrial and the storm drains and everything, mm-hmm. it got so that when I was in high school, they closed Kaneohe Bay to any kind of... Um, Gathering oh, like, yeah. like clams, like what year was that? Oh, it would have been in the sixties. Uh, oh, I was there. I lived there. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember so, that. So, so they closed it all out, and then what they did was they built that big wastewater treatment plant. Mm-hmm. You know, that's on yeah. Kaneohe. You drive along the Kaneohe Bay Drive, and you see this big. Yeah, I don't remember. Thing. Okay, they built that, and within uh, well, it must have been about at least six or seven years, they declared that the bay was clean enough now that you could go out and gather stuff. And uh, we, I, don't, I, I went out and got clams all the time. I loved it. Yeah, I remember that. I even did a story for the paper about oh, yeah? clamming and stuff like that. I, I, re- I remember that. My friend, he lived on uh, Kanye Bay Drive. Mm-hmm. I lived on the other side, uh, Coconut Island. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't have... Uh, you know, well, we did have sandbars, but uh, they didn't have clams like the other side. Well, what the reason that this is a good e- example of, yeah. of what we're talking about is cesspools is that cesspools, while they're good if you have a small population, when you get more people, um, it, those things that you put in the ground mm-hmm. from your okole are going out there onto right. the reef. Yeah. Well, you know, and, the pl- and, the, and all the yeah. chemicals, you know, that you you wash your stuff and and I uh, think that's uh, it. Yeah, that all goes out. So this is why, you know, the guy that you have, the friend you have, that said, we have to pay. We have to pay. Um, yeah, but what are we paying for? What we're paying for is a cleaner environment, reefs that are prosperous and have fish and and limu and all the other stuff. And the water supply that that we know we'll never get. Well, so I asked a question. I said, if we go back in time, and I don't like to use the word ancient Hawaiians, yeah, <laughs> but if we go back a few uh, hundred years, and you know the the population here in Kualo is much greater than what it is now. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, what did they do with their waste? Yeah. And the person told me, says, well, uh, they didn't have any chemicals. You know, I never thought of that. I mean, everything they had was organic. They also didn't have a lot of the Western diseases. Well, that's the, true. The, pa- the pathogens and, the, and and that sort of stuff. Then. Yeah. But they, they uh, yeah, everything was organic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, getting back to what you're saying, um, about water quality. What is the water quality in, say, Koala Sure. On the shore or well, I mean, in our know. aquifer? I don't. I don't know when the shore because that there's so much shore. We got 29 miles. No, I mean, but did anybody do water tests or the to, to y- see? Yes, I, I'll tell you the 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 data that I have on yeah. water quality yeah. comes only from Mahukona because yeah. when um, Shalone. Surety um, received their uh, their zoning back in in, in 1990. Yeah. Um, 
they were required to monitor the, the ocean offshore, and they were required to do it every year. They didn't necessarily do it every year, but I saw those reports, and they went on for maybe 10, 12 years. Um, and, and it was, th at, at that point, they weren't building anything. Yeah, there was nothing there. Uh, so, so it was pretty, pretty normal. But what everybody that I know who fishes there or dives there is that, that it is fished out. I mean, so, so many people have found well, it a good yeah. place to get to the water. Mm -hmm. that oh, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy, easy in, easy, easy out. Easier, easier. And, and the coral bleaching that's happened um, with the, the rise of the temperature. temperature. I went there with uh, Chad Wiggins. Okay. Is uh, with the Nature Conservancy, and uh, recently, yeah, when it was the Nature Conservancy, and we went out, uh, Mokona, mm. we did a dive, and we were inspecting the uh, coral, yeah, and actually the coral is coming back. Good news. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's growing back, and it's and as we went along, he was pointing out, oh look, uh, fuck it. What kind of coral he called it? You know, it was that solid, I don't know, greenish type of coral, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But we could see where there was new growth uh, at Malcona. I've seen that too. Yeah. yeah so, recently. You know, yeah. So he was saying, oh, he was surprised. He said, oh, look, the coral's growing back. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen that at Wailea too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Where it's starting to come back. Everything turns sort of a grayish. Yeah. Dead yeah. looking. And then it's kind of a light green color. And now when the coils come back, you can see it because it's so bright. So now they're uh, proposing a bill to uh, set some limits on the uh, herbivore fish. Uhu, kole, mm -hmm. maiko, uh, all the... Uh, Balani. Yeah. yeah, fish like that. Uh, Surgeon. That, huh? Surgeon fish, mostly. Yeah, well, they call them herbivores okay. uh, because they're the ones that clean the coral. Mm -hmm. Right. And as we, you when you talk about, you talk about the shore, the the uh, the uh, coastal resources. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, if we wipe out those species of fish, uh, you know, there's the ones that keep the coral healthy. Yeah. yeah. And so they're passing bills to to limit uh, how much you can take and and, and what have you. Mm -hmm. So that's all part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not only, uh, I think, uh, cesspools and septic tanks. Well, another thing yeah. you asked about monitoring water, um, uh, and I said coastal. Yeah, coastal water needs monitoring, but we also have available to everybody on, on the island um, a yearly report on the quality of the water in our aquifer. So what is it, it? It comes out, it comes from the Department of Water Supply every year at the end of June. And you can go online. They used to mail it to you. They used to mail you a little card that says, had a lot of data on it. But um, what they do now is they just let you know and advertise that uh, on this date in June, you can go online and find out. Well, I've been doing it for years because I'm on the water yeah, committee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, there have been changes uh, to our water, but n not significant. We still have one of the best waters on the island. Um, but the things that are going up are things like um, uh, sodium, you know, the salt level. Mm -hmm. 
it's rising just slightly. Um, the, um, the pathogens are rising just slightly. And, um, but it, you can only see it over a lot of years because they'll just give you the data from, from this year. And the other thing they're doing that I'm not so fond of is they're repeating information like the one for this year. Uh, the readings on certain elements were from 2019. And I'm going, wait a minute, you know, surely somebody comes out here once a year uh -huh. to check the water coming out of our, uh, our pump at yeah, Javi. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it is enough to say that our water quality is remaining good. It's just, it's, it's not going to stay that way if we keep putting um, our wastewater into the, directly into the ground. We need ways to, to clean it up a little bit. Okay. I, I, well, I guess part of my, my thinking is uh, at the current population, yeah, if we keep expanding, then we put more waste into the ground. Yeah, I remember uh, at one time, I could be wrong, but I remember uh, a number of years ago that if you lived above a certain elevation, you could use a cesspool. Is that do you remember well, anything like that? I, I think that I think what the what the data shows is that the ones that are the most polluting of the ocean are the ones along the shore. Like Puaco. Yeah, like Puaco is absolutely the yeah. a good example of that. I know they're they're trying hard to figure out a sewage uh, uh, situation. Yeah, some sort of sewage treatment yeah. down yeah. there. Um, but the other place that they're concerned about are people who live along uh, streams because um, the por porosity of the soil there is such mm. that it can um, contaminate not only the water well, that's that in the sense. ground, but also the water in the stream. So when they offered um, uh, benefits to people who wanted to convert, this is about three or four years ago. They ran it, out of money. It was the only ones in Kohala that, um, that uh, qualified for the reimbursement were people who lived either within, I think it was 500 feet of the ocean or 100 feet of any of the streams. And there were, so we have 2,000 households in Kohala, and I think there were about 516 or something like that that qualified for that. So Kohala has a no number, number of families of who live near Oh, yeah, I uh, can think of it right streams. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, especially in New Leaf. Or the well itself. Yeah. The uh, the Javi well, it was, oh, more than, it was like 700 feet uh, from the Javi well. Because okay. that's where they draw the water out. Uh, are we talking about the topic that uh, we didn't finish up on the last time, you know? About what? We talked about the Halaula well last time, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I just want to make sure that we're on track. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because... Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you know what? The same thing that I've noticed that you noticed that since we did that show and since it was in the paper and we had this big meeting, there were, yeah, there were 70 people at that meeting who were interested in, the, in converting. Uh, in the intergenerational center. Yeah, to, and we had a forum for uh, cesspool conversion uh, last month and there were 70 people who showed up and it was on a stormy night too, so it was 
amazing that that many people were interested and they asked really good questions. What were some of the questions there? Okay, so this is this is what I was intending to say. Okay. Since that time, yeah. people have come up to me and said, you know, I've been thinking about it, but how about this? How about that? Um, I think the most common comment is, what's the difference between putting your wastewater into a cesspool versus putting it into a septic tank? Because still, what goes through it ends up in the ground, mm -hmm. right? Because right. it doesn't go anywhere else. It goes in the ground. Right. So what is the difference between that? And, and um, the, the answer to that question is that the septic tank is a enclosure with three levels into which the water goes. The heavy stuff sinks down to the lower level, which is the largest level. And the oil things, you know, we, when we, we clean out your dishes and laundry, a lot of oil goes into there. The oil floats up to the top layer, and what goes into the ground is that middle layer. And it is by the um, biological chewing up of the solid stuff that is what a cesspool does now, that eventually that material gets eaten to a point where it'll rise up to the middle and go out too. Oh, it doesn't get pumped out or anything? It, if it gets clogged, if you have too much waste, other stuff going down there like, you know, toilet paper or anything solid, yeah. it, 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 if it fills up and it fills up, you need it to have it pumped. Yeah, because I know uh, I've been, uh, I was walking in this yard, they said the septic tank had overflowed and it was like walking in a, a boggy marsh. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you were sinking down into the ground, so mm -hmm. inundated with uh, liquid. So that was you know. what, uh, another question was, um, since none of us have paid anything for our cesspool except if we had to dig one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once you've got one dug and covered and yeah. uh, you or don't think about it, you don't have to pay well, for it. You, you don't have you to get do a anything. Well, unless you live in Anaka and it rains. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, so if if you have a s septic tank versus a cesspool, that bottom layer will, in time, fill up. You okay. if you treat it right, it'll last a long time. That's one of the things you know. If you treat your wastewater, go what if you, what goes down your sink and yeah, your yeah. drain is is something that is will decompose itself in the tank, then you don't have to pump it, except very occasionally. Um, but it costs to c pump it. So now all of a sudden people are saying, well, I used to not have to pay anything for a cesspool, but if I put in a septic tank, that means every five years or whatever time, I'm gonna have to hire someone to come pump it for me. So excuse me, Tony, as I understand this, um, the difference between cesspool and septic is a treatment. It's not really treatment no, because there's no, nothing comes in between it. There's no, you don't put chemicals or anything. No, no, no. What, what I mean is um, it's separated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And by separating it, it takes out the, the stuff that, that is going to hurt our water supply. Okay. Uh, or the ocean. Yeah. Um, it slows it down. The more you can slow it down to going into the ground, the 
Less you're going to be polluting your, the land underneath you. Okay. I, I think part of part of um, what my friend was commenting on was I was driving down the West Kavailani Street in Hill, and they were building this. They had leveled off this lot. Somebody was going to build a house, and they had this huge excavator. I mean, I ain't talking the, this small ones. This this baby was huge, and he was digging these uh, pits. You know, and I'd drive by and go, oh, wow. Also, what was that? And they were they were deep, and they were huge, you know. And then uh, a couple of days later, I'd go by, and there was uh, one of those septic tanks that was sitting in that hole. And I'd go, my gosh, those are some big holes, mm. you know. And, uh, you know, that excavator, the size of it, who was wondering how much was that a day? Mm. You know, that's... Yeah, that's some money, and then if you live in a place where uh, it's rock, ooh, mm. it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna Small. be tough. Hard yeah. as a rock. Hard as a rock. <laughs> but well, this is another thing that people had had um, asked about was um, when you see pictures or drawings of septic tanks, they're all like about the same size, but. The septics, the size of the septic tank that you need, and where you were, they're probably bigger houses, because the size of the septic tank is based on the number of bedrooms in the house. I, I find that harder to uh, grasp because it's the bathroom that needs the septic <laughs> tank. It's not the bedroom. I know. I think that, but I, I think the thinking is. Is that number the of number of people who are using the system is more likely uh, determined by how many bedrooms you oh, have, how many okay. people you have sleeping. All right. So, so that's why. And, and the magic number is, uh, is five. If you have over five bedrooms, you have to have a bigger system. Mm. And so some of these houses that you see, these rich houses that have a lot of bedrooms, they, they've got to have a much bigger system yeah. than you do if you have under under, under five, five. Okay. hopefully you have the uh the property to uh well that's another thing system. is how much space you have not no. only for the tank but the tank also has coming off of it the water feeds off of it not s directly into the ground yeah, but field. through a leach field uh -huh. yeah. that spreads it out and breaks it down as it spreads out uh -huh. I think what I, I think I understand what my friend was saying. He didn't say it in, in these words, but it was kind of like uh, the septic tank, yeah, that we need to con con uh, do a conversion to a septic tank. And it was almost like you have to do this. If not, uh, you're guilty because you don't care about our water quality. Oh. or about our reefs in the ocean. Mm -hmm. I think there has to be a different kind of approach to that and mm -hmm. in, in, in getting to people to say, uh, these are the uh, reasons of why we need to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because when Bob was here, Bob, yeah, the mm -hmm. last time he came here, he, he was telling me, he, was, he looked at me and says, aren't you concerned about the water quality? And really, my answer was, not really. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because 27 years from now, I'm going to be 102 years old. I don't know if I'm going to be concerned about or if I'm even going to be here. And, you know, guys my age, our age, yeah. I don't think we'll be around. 
Am yeah. I concerned about it? Not really. Yeah, yeah I'm asking you. To, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but but I know it's important. Okay, I, I know think, it's important. I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. Is that by requiring it, okay, it's not the state that's requiring it. It's the federal government is saying no more cesspools. Okay, and the state has put its system on how do we convert. But w well, the thing is, is that how do you get to the point where we're, we're living in a safe environment without the idea that people thinking this is a penalty? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, yeah. I, I'm, I'm penalized by yeah, having yeah. to do this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, and you're right, so the answer to that is to explain the reason why yeah, it and needs not, to be aren't done. You, aren't you concerned about water quality? No, no, no. I don't that, think that's the no, The point it. is not to make fe people feel guilty or that it's a penalty, yeah. but that, that this is something as a community that we're doing together to keep our Ina happy and our reefs safe and it's healthy. A, a really simple solution to that is no more construction. Keep the well, population at 6,000 people. That's it. No more. You know, of course, that's yeah, impossible. That's impossible. But yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, because, because as you expand population, you expand waste. And I mean, they, everything in 20 up. years, they're going to have a problem. Where do we take our trash? Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. Right? It's They're trying to figure that out now. Yeah. Where are you going to dump the trash? Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to put it? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's something that's interesting in terms of data. Here I am, you know, with oh, yeah, my yeah, data. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, people like the data, though. Okay, well, I'll give you some. This is a piece of data about how many people are moving to Kohala. Okay, <laughs> I hear from a lot of people that we're getting, we're just getting in, in, invaded by a lot of really? people, people, uh, people, and okay. we're growing too fast. Okay, so back in... Um, Oh, the let's see, it would be the s '80s. S in the '80s, '70s or '80s, uh, we went through the process of, of of doing the the previous community development plan, and they had projections of population growth at that time. Okay. And at that time, they were thinking that it would would not be much because we were still just sort of plantation style. But then when we did the CDP in um, 2000, that came out in 2008, we started in 2006, um, when we started getting population data from that, the projection for the next five years, 10 years, 15 uh -huh. years and stuff, was that we would be growing at a rate that was similar to the rest of the island, like Kohala, uh, Kona and Waimea. Waimea turned out to have a much higher growth than the rest of the island. Kohala ten came out with a smaller growth. Uh, as I recall, w one of the figures that I do remember was that, that it would be 10% in, I can't remember if it was 10 or 15 years, that, it, it, that, that the population would expand that much. But it hasn't been anywhere near that. It's just below five. So, right. so we aren't growing as no, fast. As we were projected, and it's not just new people moving in; it's old, it's other people moving away. As we all know, we're losing people. Yeah, uh, so I forget what the percentage is every year. Yeah, but uh, but the the, the town itself is not growing that rapidly. No. Yeah. No. But still, at the same time, we have to prepare for that too, because it's possible that that'll happen. Mm -hmm. We can do what we can to, like you say, limit the growth. 
um, there's ways to do that. Well, I was thinking of, uh, you know, limiting the costs. I mean, I remember I, I put in a septic, was in Hill, and that was like $5,000, you know. It was a pretty simple job, the people that did it. I mean, Well, this is what we were talking. Cheap, you know. We were talking last time, and to me this is one of the most. I was about 20. <laughs> one of the most important parts of why the CDP is holding a forum on con on conversion of cesspools 27 years before we're required to do so is that if we if we work it out we can cut the cost by working together instead yeah. of having every single homeowner go to an individual engineer who can draw, make the drawings and stuff and an individual contractor who can make the mm -hmm. do the work and an individual inspector who can come in and and inspect it instead of every single person having to do that we can work together so that we cut the cost down in other words group work as neighborhoods where the people in the neighborhood decide okay we're going to do it and so the contractor the engineer comes in and he engineers all the ones in that neighborhood mm -hmm. the contractor does all the ones in that neighborhood they're all inspected at the same time and the cost, I can tell you, is going to be much, much oh less. Oh, yeah, yeah. Much less. The only thing is, what contractor? What engineer? Well, that's, and this is what you were saying. You were yeah. saying, let's get some people who are out here. Oh, yeah. To get the involved in guys, that stuff. Uh, yeah. That's share, share, share with, you know, let's all the people. Keep it uh, in town. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that'd be ideal. Yeah. You know, um, he brought up another question was, what if he can't afford it? The, okay, so this is because... Oh, I, I know what happened. Uh, you had mentioned earlier that if you went to the bank today and you wanted to build an extension to your house, you'd have to put, if you only have a cesspool, you got to put in a septic tank. So now we're talking, if you want to, you right? Yeah. Extend. It's, yeah, it's sort of like that, but... What do you mean, sort of? Well, um... Getting permits today for a new house, you have to absolutely have to build. An Wasn't the uh, credit union? Uh, yeah. So what what the, what the credit union guy at this meeting said yeah. was that if you want to um, get a loan from the bank right. to improve your house, to right. expand it, and add na you know bathrooms and bedrooms, if you want to do renovations on your house, um, part of your loan is your loan is actually bigger than it would be if you were just doing the work. It's a little bit bigger, and that that money is held sort of like as as a bond for having to convert. So you would have to convert. Eventually, we're all going to have to convert. No, 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 but yeah. If I went to the no, but that's <coughs> what he was saying. You don't have to convert right away. But the as as we get closer. Well, let me ask the question. You would yeah. borrow X amount of money. And part of that money would be held as a bond so that sometime in the future you would convert yeah. to a septic system. Yeah. So you're paying principal and interest on the total amount of money, right? Yeah. You, you know, I'm I, getting I, it. I'm not into finance, so I can't really tell you okay. how well, that it works if exactly. They're, but if they're holding the money, uh, that's the amount that you borrowed, then... Yeah. Nothing's free here. Nothing's free. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's free. interesting. But it's that's a way to put off having to do it. Well, it's a way of like 
to do a septic tank today is about twenty grand. It, yeah, it can be. It yeah, can, I, I, uh, you know, just I'm just. I think the estimate. Let me. I, okay. Let me check it because I did write it down what the estimate was. Okay, while well, you're looking it up, I have okay. I, I thought of something. Um, the cost may range from as low as seven thousand dollars. Okay. Up to thirteen to fifteen thousand dollars for properties with good drainage and no com no complications. If it's a larger house or has soil with poor drainage and a slope, and costs could run as high as thirty thousand or even forty thousand. Wow. So. So it it depends not only on how big your house is, but on what's the what's your soil and your surface. If you have a sloping land, mo must most of us have sloping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, um, that has to be taken into con consideration. I mean, we're having problems. Yeah, I mean, I was telling Kavika, you know how much a sheet of uh, uh, Jip board. board. What do you call it? Drywall. Drywall. Yeah, and he said, I don't know. He said, what, $7 or what? Yeah. And I said, no, man, it's $39 yeah. for just one four by eight by half inch yeah. drywall. Crazy. My husband went out and bought a piece of, of plywood the other day, and he could not, he could not stop complaining about how <laughs> much it cost. Yeah. It's just amazing. You know, and so if I wanted to extend my home, I still want to build a, an additional bedroom. Yeah. And now they have new rules on roof, right? Before what? You mean? You, you got to build it like you're building a snow roof. What? Yeah. The pitch is what? 412, 312, whatever. Okay. But you, you got you got your rafters, you got your perlins, but you got uh, to no. plywood sheet the thing. Yeah. Oh, subroofing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then you got to put your vapor block, and then you got to put your... Right. Uh, your burning. So well, you got to put your metal, you know, your... What do you call those things? Flashing. No. Uh, what? Uh, hurricane clips. Hurricane clips. Okay. And the... So you got to put yeah, your X the things. Yeah. 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 And then oh. you got to set aside 5, 10, 15, X amount of thousands... Uh as a bond that someday you're going to convert to a... Uh, mm. Bro, you ain't going to build nothing. You know? Yeah. At, at almost $40 a sheet for a one four by 8 drywall. No fooling. How many pieces of drywall for a bedroom 8 by 10 Ceiling, uh, walls. Oh, gee. Well, yeah, you got to do ceiling, right? Yeah, I mean... Unless you can, you can find some K-neck. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. No, come on, Tony. Come on. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, no. now we're talking arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> arsenic poisoning. Uh, I, I don't know the figures. I've been out of it for so long. Um, well, you know, a, a room 8 by 10, you know, the walls are 8 feet high, right? Yeah. I mean, 8 so feet. That, know, that that's just full sheet. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you, you, when you add it, the, the cost. Ten, the costs cost. are amazing. The 10 is 2 and a half. Yeah. Right? Cost so four walls is what? Why? 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 Why they say well in the future you're gonna convert? Forget it, bro. That's twenty-seven years from now. We don't just wait. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Well, you know what I thought? Uh, it, it may not be uh, logical, but if you are taking out a loan for a expansion or a renovation, uh, some kind of home improvement, yeah. a portion of that is 
higher, I mean the loan is higher, so that a portion of it is uh, set, set aside. A, set aside. Yeah. Okay, now what happens when, like if I sell, will the new buyer receive that Money, bond. Yeah, will, they, money. will they get that bond? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, like Tony says, she's not in the I, financing not part. No, but it, it's not the financial aspect. It, it's the responsibility because somebody's paying into it. Well, it's like solar, solar roof, right? Yeah. You sell your house, you got a solar roof, you're into the company for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you, you got to, the, the buyer got to sign on, right? Okay. And, and, and take on that solar roof. Mm -hmm. That's part of the contract. Okay. Okay. If you don't, well, the company take it off. Okay. I okay. I can get that. But when the buyer, the new buyer of the house, will he get that money? Will he get the money that's put aside? For uh, you know, I was talking to somebody yeah, okay. about that. You know, I, I, what you're talking about is is interesting in this way. A lot of people in Kohala. Uh, maybe don't sell their house, they mm. give it to their children or their okay. grandchildren, yeah. uh -huh. right? They pass it on. Right. And if you're thinking of passing on something like this, uh -huh. think of it this way. To your younger people, you're passing on a system that is hurting their environment. Oh, but here we go And again. will cost them more when it comes to doing it than if you just went ahead and did it now. You Don't see, so you're not really doing any benefit to your whoever's going to be in the house in later, your house yeah. later, if you're passing on not only the the bill for doing the work but also the the amount of um, stuff that pe goes pe in the ground. People are leaving away. They're going to the ninth island, lost mm. lost wages mm. because they can't afford to live here. Yeah, and so we're talking about build it now. So that our children will benefit. Well, you know, sorry to say, I don't think a lot of people can build anything now. I mean, we talked about the price of lumber. We're talking about the price of, Labor? you know, uh, uh, electrician, oh, a plumber. I mean, it ain't their fault that, man, did you go and buy ABS black pipe for a drain system? Not really. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You, know, th you think they made out of gold or something? Well, more than dollar. Oh, man. Oh, it's insane. Oh, shucks. I well, bought, this is huh? what Kavika, when last time we yeah. talked about Cecil, Kavika's big point was if you think it's going to cost this much now, how much is it going to cost Correct. later? Right. And that's why I'm thinking if we work together. Uh -huh. I understand that. If we work together, we that. keep the cost down, we'll be saving money in the long run. I yeah. think that's one way to look at it. Instead of saying, this is a penalty on me, uh -huh. to saying, I'm doing something. But is the timing now? Yeah. Because the interest rates, yeah? Yeah, uh, 7%. 7%. Now, we're, we're headed for the supposedly, I don't know, who's the yeah, recession possibly right, right. the last quarter of this year. Uh -huh. uh, you know, who, who knows? I don't know. But I know people are standing by waiting for those interest rates to drop so they can go buy a house. Yeah. And yeah. to them, 5 6% is affordable. Yeah. Whereas a few years ago, they're picking up houses. Well, yeah. USDA was 0%, right? 3%, right. 5%, 10%, right. you know? Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, that's for down payment. And, you know, people are waiting for the, you know, I don't think now is the time. You know, I think we can afford to wait a little while. 
uh-huh. and see what the economic future is going to be. Okay, I mean, here's, here's the argument for waiting. Okay. Okay, yeah. I, I've given you the argument for doing it now. Yeah, yeah. I was Now I'm going to give you the <laughs> argument for waiting. you got eight okay. minutes to convince us. <laughs> okay, here's the argument for waiting. Because this is something that's mandated, meaning we've got to do it, um, it, it, um, where was I going to go? Oh, shoot. I'm having a Mitch McConnell moment. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Why, uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She's, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I, I can think of one right off the top of my head. Um, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. <laughs> I know, you know, I, Mitch McConnell is out the door. Down okay, the road, I know. remembered. Uh, okay. Okay, okay, I'm back. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, and the, th- <laughs> the thing is that, um, oh, shoot, now I lost it again. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. Go ahead. Okay, the, the, the thing that I can think of immediately is the environment. The sooner we take care of it or, or uh, you know, manage what we can, the better off it will be. You know, if we let it go, it's going to pile up. And then when we start to take care of it, we've got all this catching up to do. Yeah. If we do it now, uh, we can maintain, hopefully, uh, to, an, to, an, to a, a manageable level. Yes. I, okay, I remembered what it is. Okay, what? It's the funding. <laughs> it's, the, it's the cost and funding the yeah. cost. Now, okay. what's happening, and because it's mandated, that yeah. means that everybody's going to be facing this, and the people who, who really, truly can't afford it, mm-hmm. um, are, they're the ones who are going to be taking advantage <coughs> of... Um, cost savings. Yeah, refunds and um, upfront uh, payments. Uh-huh. And the the feds are doing it, the the state's doing it, and now the county environmental management group, they're looking at ways that they can come up with credits or refunds or upfront payments for um, people to do it. And that would be the only reason to to really wait around till at least the people who have the hardest time affording it can be uh, eligible for okay. having the cost cut down or mm-hmm. cut in half in some places. Oh. Or, you know, I was thinking maybe uh, Elon Musk will figure out how to deal with the waste situation. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, he's pretty, you know, you know I, I, I'm, I'm thinking like, yeah, the timing is everything. I, I think it's good that what's happening now is... Uh, planting those seeds like this is coming down even though it's 27 years from now it's coming down and what are the options that's available to us yeah yeah as far as timing you know I agree that yeah now is not the time but gathering all the information and data and uh, you know being prepared for that uh, I think that's going to be important because that's a price tag that uh you know, you're gonna have to put up, you know, uh, several thousands of dollars. True. Yeah. You know, regardless if you got it or your children or or, mm-hmm. or whatever, it's gonna cost. Right. And so you know, plan for it. Uh, no matter how well played, laid out the plans are, uh, this is my opinion. Um, 
you don't know where the uh, government is going. They'll, they'll tell you they're headed this way and then they make a jack and they go there. Yeah, there's this mistrust too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, um, here's the greatest example I can think of because it's here in Hawaii. That rail system, when it was put in, it was instituted that only Oahu citizens would pay the tax because that's where it was. Mm. There would be once they use it. Then the, at the administration changed and so did the laws. Now who's paying for it? Everybody, not just Oahu residents. So, you know, that's how government does. Yeah. I mean, if they can, they will. They'll, they'll do it to benefit. My wife rode hey, on the rail. Before, I know we're running out of time. Four minutes. And I wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to um, give a shout out uh-huh. yeah. to Pono Nakamura. Oh yeah, he saved. Who his, just uh, saved? Yeah. He saved. Well, tell us the story about that. Okay, I just have an announcement okay. from the mayor. Go ahead. The mayor. Um, uh, I want to talk about that. honored Pono Nakamura for his hor- heroic rescue. He was fishing offshore in Mahukona when people called the police because they s- people were caught in the current and were going out and they couldn't wow. get back. Swimmers. Uh-huh. Yeah, so so um, Officer KK was down there, and um, so so was um, uh, Stephen Nakamura, oh, Pono's no. dad. Yeah, and 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 Stephen was able to tell KK that he, he was um, that Pono was offshore. Oh, in a boat. And he had a cell phone, so they called out to him, and he immediately turned around and went. He came to the wharf. He picked up uh, two people. One was uh, Ted Matsuda and, oh, he picked up Stephen and Ted. Uh-huh. And they went out and they pulled these women out of the water. All awesome. right, all right. Women. He was in a boat then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ono was in the boat. Oh, yeah, I already rescued they, people. They had called for the... Uh, the um, helicopter. Helicopter, but th- th- you know how long it takes to get out here. So. Well, pretty quick, but not quick enough. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I wanted to... Th- to yeah, yeah. I wanted c- to... Congratulate uh, him. I wanted to talk about it at the beginning of the meeting. I got sidetracked, but I, I didn't want the full story. Thanks for sharing that with him. Yeah. And mahalo to uh, Pono. Uh, lucky, uh, lucky for the swimmers. Uh, lucky for the swimmers. Yeah. I want to also say be very careful at Mahukona. There is a current that comes by there that goes from one point to the other point, and mm-hmm. it can be stronger than you can swim. The oh, thing, oh, too, yeah. the thing too is uh, Al and I, uh, these kids were in a kayak, and it was offshore wind. Oh, the yeah. wind then, too. Yeah, yeah. The off- a kayak is like a kite. Yeah. And offshore wind, the other kayak went to try to save these guys. Both of them were going out. Yeah. The wind caught them. And Al and I swam out. Uh-huh. We had to put it, we had our fins. We were going to go diving. Yeah. And we swam out, and we actually had to tow these two kayaks back to shore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that, Al? Yeah. 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 And those were my sons. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an easy trip. But the wind. The wind and the current are much yeah. stronger. Oh, man, we, we struggled, yeah. You yeah. know, there's, there's it can look very calm. Oh, yeah. It can look just like a pond out yeah. there. But that current can be coming at three knots or more. You cannot oh, swim yeah. that fast. Yeah. There's a name for that current. And it's found in a uh, legend, yeah, about this fellow from Puna. Uh, who wants to become the Moi of the island. So the Moi invites him to Kohala because the people are having problems with sharks. And so he said, if a person can defeat these sharks, he will be the next Moi. But what they wanted to do was to get rid of this guy. (laughs) 
Yeah, because he was, uh, you know, bragging. Yeah. And he was just a commoner. He wasn't royalty. And when he comes up, fights the sharks, and he kills them, but he ends up outside of Kaolawe. And he, he comes to shore, there's this old couple, and he says, he yells at them that he's hungry. And they point, oh, here's a ka'au of dried opelo, which they mm. salted very heavily. And he gobbles, you know, ka'au is 40. And he eats all the opelo, and he's super thirsty. Yeah. And they said, give me water, I'll kill you. And they say, we're too old to walk, to, to climb down this well, but you can, you're young. And he looks at them, and he climbs down the well. <laughs> and he disappears in the darkness. And the woman turns to her husband and says, now's your chance. And he picks up these stones and he throws it down onto Kalaipua. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so she goes, oh, okay, now the Moe is going to reward us. And this is a whole setup. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they hear a noise. They look down and the rocks are moving. And then the sunlight shines on his face. And, he, you know, yeah. <laughs> and he tells them, you think? You can kill me. Don't you know? No man can kill me. No man can kill me. And so the woman picks up a stone and throws it down. And he goes, he was true to his last word. He was such a boastful fellow that no man could kill him. But the, what they talk about is this current called Kohala mm. that is so deceiving. The water can be flat, malia, but it's underneath yeah. that it runs like a river. Yeah. And in a legend... The the current is called Kohala. Kohala. Yeah, Kohala. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, that's the story. It's eight oh one. Okay. Hey, oh. this was a really interesting discussion. Thanks, no, Jeff. It was good. Yeah, I could come back next week, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to say? Or? Um, no, the other oh yeah, minute one minute. Yeah. Um, Mayor Roth today announced um, that the Environmental um, Protection Agency has awarded 1.5 million dollars to the county for re recycling infrastructure. So maybe we'll get a better recycling thing up at our solid waste place. I wanted to ask you, um, what's happening in Malcona? The last I heard, uh, they had to dig up the soil because it's contaminated. Yeah, but they haven't done it yet. I know, but that's the plan? Yeah, they're going to take down, the, they're going to demolish the pavilion, and they'll have to remove a certain amount of soil around it that they've found is um, contaminated with dialdrin, which is a former, uh, sort of like DDT Did thing. they have a uh, time frame for that? That's what the Malama Mahokona people have been pushing, pushing, pushing to get it done. It's being held up by the historic um, uh, Hawaii Historic Sites Preservation Division yeah. of why? DLNR. Uh, heaven knows why. The, the county asked back in October for permission to take down this the structure that is completely, I mean, it's not usable. It's not even fixable. Um, but because it's over 70 years old, uh, they had to get permission from Shipti. Shipti is supposed to let them know within 45 days, yes or no. But it's that was in October, and we're coming up. We're already in September, and One they year. haven't even done yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's been four years. Huh? So it's not the county. It's it's uh, it's the Historic Preservation State. Division. Yeah, the LNR. Historical Preservation uh, Hawaii. Uh, state historical preservation. So they're division. waiting for word for them, so they could start to tear down and dig and up. Dig it up. They have the contract. I mean, they have the contract ready to go. Okay, good. All right. So uh, it's eight oh three, September fourteen. Oh my gosh, I gotta. So hey, I, I really appreciate you being out here. 
uh, Tony, and sharing a lot of the uh, information that you shared with us. I hope the people up there uh, found this interesting. I know I did. I could talk on forever. But anyway, uh, we'll see you next Thursday, maybe. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we'll, we'll find an interesting topic to talk about. Yeah. Anyway, mahalo for listening in, and we catch you guys later. Good night. This is Aloha Country on KNKR LP 91.9. <laughs>